So this is a fitting, a very fitting passage. Um, I always used to laugh when I was in high school at a Catholic school and we would read this passage. Like, can you imagine Jesus is there next to you and you're like, are you the only one that doesn't know what's going on here? It's like, Jesus just, <laughs> he had to have like a smile on his face. It's just like, yeah, I do know the things that have been going on here over the last few days. <laughs> so that always made me laugh because it shows how sometimes we're quick to, to jump to things. But anyway, um, but they didn't recognize Christ at first. Now, why would that need be? Well, if you study this, the road to Emmaus uh, headed west. Um, and so coming from where Jesus was coming from Jerusalem, so the sun would have been in their eyes. So they were heading west. The sun is in the western sky in the evening, and they would have had their eyes uh, blurred. But, you know, it, it kind of shows that Christ will clear that vision, right? You know, these, these two were insignificant. It's really a powerful passage because we're not talking about Peter or Paul here. Uh, we're not even talking about Mary or Mary Magdalene. We're talking about two insignificant people. And it shows the character of Jesus revealing himself to the lowly, to the lowly, to the sinner, like Mary Magdalene, the very first witness. Um, it's like St. Faustina. God revealed, Jesus revealed himself to the lowly. St. Faustina was just a peasant Polish girl, no education, no money, no uh, social status. And so this is important. Now, normally the host, no, I mean host, not the host of bread, the, the um, family, the host family, um, took the bread and said the prayer. So the owner of the home of a dinner would take the bread and say the prayer. But here Jesus does it to show that he is the master. And so when he did it, he must have had pierced hands and he's holding the bread, like the beautiful paintings we would see where Jesus would hold. I know EWTN has some of these images on their websites and you got Christ holding the bread and you can see the pierced hands. And so with these pierced hands, um, holding the bread, he breaks it and hands it to them. They break bread together. This is Holy Communion. We don't just worship privately. We don't eat privately. How many times when you want to go out to eat and you invite your friend and they're like, okay, great, we'll go out to eat together and then they can't make it, you end up not going. Now, some might. You know, I met you traveling or something, you stop and eat by yourself, that's fine. But a meal is meant to be together. This is what I think is one of the major destructions of our country is the destruction of the family. And the destruction of the family started about with meals starting to not be together. And so if we're going to eat together, we also worship together. That's why the mass is so important. It's not just private worship. This is just not praying in our room. That's a start. You got to start there. But it's communal, communion. Now, the resurrection 
had been confirmed by two male witnesses. Because before it was just Mary Magdalene. Now we got two male witnesses. It's now communal. And so think about this. Now first, what does our Lord do? He catches their hearts on fire. He gets them and flames their hearts on fire. This is evangelization. This is what we are called to do with our loved ones, get their hearts on fire for Jesus. Then he teaches them and makes them disciples. That's the word disciple means to learn. So then he becomes disciples. Finally, he makes them apostles by sending them out. That's the meaning of the word apostle, to send out. So first, you got to evangelize them, get their heart on fire. Why should I love Jesus? Why should I love this guy? Why should I follow him? Why should I give my life to him? That's evangelization. Why we want to follow Jesus. Then the next step is to teach them so they can become disciples. They have to learn. Disciple means to learn. Then it doesn't do any good if you don't do anything with it. You got to be sent out. That's the meaning of the word apostle to be sent out. So that's what we have in, in our Marian helpers. So when we started in COVID, our, our, our plan was to inflame your heart with love of Jesus. We were all locked up. Buildings were closed. Stores were closed. Everyone was in their house. So it was the chance for us to inflame your heart. You, we evangelized to you. Then you became disciples because you watched, you listened, you learned. We get all these letters that, Father, we've been watching the Marian Fathers and the live streams, and we're learning so much. We're learning so much. Now it's the time to go out. This whole thing is opened up, praise be to God. And so we're back. We're, we we got to get back out. That's why Divine Mercy Sunday, we're, we're fully open. Come, come visit us. Uh, even if you're not on a bus, Cars can still come. You don't even have to register. And so Sunday, come. We got people coming from all over the country. Guess be sent out. So be sent out. Be an apostle. That's what a Marian helper. We inflamed your heart. And then we taught you. Then we send, we're sending you out. This is now the chance. It's beautiful. And so it's, that's the order of our whole faith. The order of our whole faith. First, evangelize why you want to follow Christ. Then you make disciples, you teach them, you catechize to them how to follow Christ. Then you make them apostles, you send them out and get others to follow with them to follow Christ. This is why at the end of Mass in the Latin, it's ite misses, that means go. She, the church, is being sent. And that's what you're being done now. That's what's being done now. And so for this task, if you're being sent out, you don't go without a bag lunch. You don't go without food. This is the Eucharist, the food for the journey, the food for the journey. And so when you're being sent out, you have that refreshment because just not your body needs to eat, your soul needs to eat. This is the Eucharist, food for the journey. And you know what? It ties so perfectly to what the whole meaning of divine mercy is. Friday, I notice I'm on the schedule, and I'm going to give the homily on Friday of how to get these graces of divine mercy Sunday. 
So please join us. On Friday, I'll be here doing the 9 o'clock live stream homily, and we will be talking about what you need to do. We're going to summarize. You've seen many videos. You've seen many shows. I'm just going to bring it all together in a 15-minute homily that you're going to know exactly what to do. But I can tell you this. This passage fits perfectly because the significance of Divine Mercy Sunday is the eighth day. And, 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 and why? Because on the first day, this whole eight days is an octave. When a feast is so great, you can't celebrate it over one day because it's too big, the Jews would celebrate over eight days. And the Easter octave is from Easter Sunday through Divine Mercy Sunday. So Easter Sunday, day one, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, we're in day four of the octave, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Divine Mercy Sunday, the eighth day. Why is that important? Super important. Because on, on day one, Jesus opened the door to heaven. That's Easter. Nothing else happens without that. The doors are all closed without that. But on Easter Sunday, Jesus opened the door to heaven. Now, the next seven days are symbolic of our pilgrimage here on earth called life. This is our, this is our pilgrimage. Seven is the perfect number to the Jews in terms of time. And so your time on earth is these seven days. And guess what? For your pilgrimage, you need food for the journey. This is why Jesus gives us the Eucharist. You need food for the journey. Your journey is seven days long symbolically to the Jews. Then on the eighth day, you enter into eternity. You pass on. We will all die. And that eighth day is the day we enter through that open door into heaven. So this is Jesus opening the door on Easter Sunday. The next seven days, we, we have our pilgrimage called life. And on the eighth day, we walk through that open door to heaven. That's why Father Seraphim, St. Augustine, and St. Gregory Nazianzus called the eighth day the greatest day. And I always say, I don't go that far. Father Seraphim used to say it's greater than Easter. I don't go that far because to me, I always teach it's one day. This is all one day. All eight days of this octave are one day. This is Easter. That's why Brother Ken just sang the Gloria. The, we are in eight days. That's why we can eat meat this Friday. All eight days are Easter. But why they said it was greater? Why Augustine? Why St. Gregory Nazianzus? Why Father Seraphim taught that it was greater? Because on Easter Sunday, Jesus opened the door to heaven. That is beautiful. But it doesn't mean anything if we don't walk through it. And when we walk through it is Divine Mercy Sunday. And that's why Jesus wants us cleansed. Because nothing impure gets into heaven. So on Divine Mercy Sunday, you will be cleansed cleanse like never before other than your original baptism. How? What do you got to do? What is it that you need to get that grace to be able to walk through heaven, to be perfectly prepared? We'll see you on Friday. So God bless you. And take this reading from today and the importance of the road to Emmaus of how this all fits into God's great plan. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy.
simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Are you enjoying this podcast? I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Thank you, and God bless you.